Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. I just got word that Dwayne The Rock Johnson bought the XFL for $15 million with some partners there. Welcome to the program. Hour two on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. The league was listed with assets and liabilities in the range of $10 million to $50 million. XFL filed for bankruptcy due to COVID-19, and that uh, prompted the cancellation of the inaugural season. Got off to a promising start. You had a TV audience, and uh, the league had a broadcast agreement with Fox, and now The Rock has got himself a football league, the former Miami Hurricane himself. College football players empowering themselves was a trend that started before the coronavirus. We saw it with, you know, the struggle to be able to profit off their own images, and they've been able to do that. But like many things, the pandemic might accelerate the process. Over the weekend, a group of Pac-12 football players wrote a letter to the Players' Tribune about their concerns over fair treatment, safety, and racial justice. If their demands aren't met, they will opt out for the season. I don't know if this is, a, you know, a group from a team. Is it some marquee names that you might recognize? Because you're going you're gonna to get a reaction if you have some status here, if we know who you are. But if you're nine players for Washington State, that's not going to go too far here. College players have tried to unionize in the past. You can go back to, I think, 2014 Northwestern was on the verge of unionizing. In fact, I think they were recognized as a union, then decided to not go through with it. Um, you know, they're asking for compensation. There's extra risk related playing with uh, COVID there. They want to be fairly compensated. And I don't know if the Pac-12 letter is just the beginning. Other players around the country have been very supportive on social media. I saw where Trevor Lawrence sent out his support for these players. Didn't say he was going to opt out in support. He just sent his support. Maybe things are going to change quickly. College football is changing. And this may help that change be expedited there. I had a source over the weekend yesterday who said that, uh, in his words, you're, you're going to get your wish. The Power Five will eventually secede from the NCAA. To which I said, that's not my wish. That's just my prediction. 
I just think that the inevitability is there that these conferences don't need the NCAA. They should bond together and they should have their own commissioner that oversees the power five. And then whatever you want to do with your players, compensation wise, then that'll be up to the power five. But I do think that that is going to happen. Uh, Not a question of if, but when. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle with DP Show. We'll check in with Pete Thamel, who covers college football for Yahoo Sports. What's he make of this Pac-12 threat? And does he see other conferences following suit? Chris Mannix will join us from the bubble. Scoring is up from the bubble. Here are some random scorers from the bubble. Can you name the team? Thomas Bryant scored 30 points. Karis LeVert, McLovin mentioned, a uh, member of the Brooklyn Nets, he had 34. T.J. Warren, he plays for the Pacers. He had 53. Jaron Jackson Jr. the third at 33. He plays for Memphis. Actually, I'm on record as saying that he would be the best player out of that draft with, with Luca and Trey Young. And I go, you know who I love? Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm sticking with it. Derek White scored 26. Anybody know who Derek White? I don't know who Derek White plays for. Terrence Ross put up 25. Yes, McLovin. D- didn't Terrence Ross win the dunk? Yes, contest? I think so. I think so. Jerome Robinson put up 20. Oh. Yeah, Paul. He was drafted by the Clippers. Wasn't he out of BC? Yeah. And Thomas Bryan, I know he went to Indiana. He was pretty good for the Hoosiers. I don't know where they play now. Okay. That's still pretty good. Harry Giles, who went to Duke, put up 23 in 20 minutes. I think he plays for my Sacramento Kings. Famous from uh, One Direction. Harry, no, Harry Styles. Oh. Harry Styles. <laughs> um, Had a great solo career going. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Let me Anybody else? Any random scores? Now, you do have some of these other guys that, you know, Luca had, what, 49 in a game, and uh, Harden put up close to 50 in a game. Yeah, McLovin. I have the teams that uh, Derek White is a spur. Okay. Of course, you should you should say spur whenever you don't know the guy. <laughs> uh, and who is it? Uh, Jerome Robinson is currently on the Suns. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then, you know, the Suns, I think, run a high-octane offense. Yeah, they, they have do. a lot of big scoring numbers. How do you pronounce Timothy Uwawu? Let's go Cabra. with that. Let's go with that. He's French. <laughs> He's French, so use your French skills. Bonjour. Comment vas-tu? Does he play for the Nets? Yes. Timothy Chalamet? So I, if you could do French, you can do his name. Timothy Uwawu. Cabarro. Cabarol. Uh I think I saw that play on Broadway. He uh he's played six games in the last four years in the NBA and somehow put up a twenty four. Twenty four in twenty three minutes of work. So what does all this scoring mean? <laughs> does that mean the bubble's easier to play in? That defenses are quarantined right now. They are they're not exhibition games, but it feels like they're kind of glorified scrimmages. And and I think because of that. I don't know. It's a weird thing. If if you don't think anybody is watching you, maybe you don't play as tough a defense. <laughs> how, about, how about that? That should be like the NBA 2020. If no one's watching, you don't have to play D. Yes. I'm all like for that. Real logic to that, though. <laughs> well, when yeah, you think about it. Nobody's watching. Like, there's nobody there in the audience, so, all right, you slipped by me. <laughs> no one's going to call me out. No. Legler's not going to call me out. No. Uh, I mentioned uh, Tom Brady turns 43 today. And Tom Brady has a chance, if he throws for 23 touchdown passes this year, he will throw for more touchdown passes than any other quarterback has, all of the quarterbacks combined, after the age of 43. George Blanda had 12 touchdowns after the age of 43. Vinny Testaverde had six. Steve DeBerg had three. Warren Moon had one. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day.
All righty. Got a poll question, McLovin? Yes. Should the Pelicans just send Zion Williamson home? 59% say yes. I would. You got embarrassed yesterday against the Clippers. You lost a game to Utah that you should have won or could have won. And I don't want him out there. If he's ready to play, great. Then I, then play. But if not, uh, I don't want you sort of there. Send him home. Because I. what happens if he plays now and gets hurt? I don't I don't need it. I don't need it. And and you've you've had a good season. You're building on something. Let let's just let's just wait till next season. You took a chance. Now we move on. Play the games and then you get some nice parting gifts from the bubble and regroup for next season. That would be my approach. We'll talk to Chris Mannix about that coming up. Seven NBA games tonight, nine baseball games, six hockey games coming up tonight. When we left the air on Friday at noon Eastern, there were 66 games scheduled in baseball, basketball, and hockey. 59 played. You had the baseball games that were postponed. This is, these are uncharted territories when it comes to these sports because August is not a busy time of the year. The beginning of August with all these games because hockey and basketball is already wrapped up. We're on the cusp of football with preseason games. And, of course, you have baseball, but we're not that excited about baseball in late July or August. We are now. Yankees playing great. It just feels like this is one of those, can we just send the Dodgers and Yankees to play? Let's cut out all these other teams and the possibility of getting COVID, and let's just have the Dodgers and Yankees play. That would be the best thing probably for the sport from the standpoint of, hey, we're going to have a legitimate World Series here. I, I don't know if we're going to get to the finish line. I, I have my doubts. Now, I'm not with Keith Oberman and Buster Olney. Who, well, Oberman thinks it's less than 0% now. <laughs> if it's possible. What do they call those, McLovin? Integers? Where it's less than zero? I don't, I don't know that term. Integers? Integers. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's like an algebraic term. Thank you. You have a negative integer. I'm not great at that advanced math stuff. So if you oh, copied either, off, you probably would have copied off me in high school and not done as well as you know. Oh, I would have copied off Todd. Yeah. Although he strikes me as and he's got the, those paper. big, big <laughs> arms. Are, were you a paper hider? I didn't love when people like would say right before I met you, I'm like, oh, we have a test today, and I had been studying for a month, and they just want to look over my shoulder and get basically the same grade. What I've like, I haven't been out partying like the kids sitting to my left and right and having fun all night. Did you cover your paper? I didn't make it easy to see what was up there. <laughs> if it was a friend of mine and we were kind of sharing answers, someone that I thought prepared and studied and I valued that person's uh, academic record, then we can share. But not to just take the answers. That, that had a problem. What did you say? Value your academic yeah, record? Yeah, there were kids in my class that I know studied and, and do very well. But those kids don't cheat off you. Like we, and they we... just want to check their answers with yours and you know, we want to make sure we got the right answer. Oh, no, no, no. You're not checking answers. That's how I, the only cheating I would do is just checking to see if what I wrote down is similar to what the smart kid next to me did. But if it was someone that was like, Tom, hey, midterm that, today? Tom, that's that. cheating. Yes, it is. So you looked on somebody else's paper. There have been a few times when I checked after I had written down an answer to see if they had the same thing. It made me feel better because I was the kid that thought I failed all the time after I took a test. That's called cheating. Checking to see if you're right. No, no, no. Todd, it's called cheating. I guess it is. It's checking to see if you're right. It's not cheating. Because I did that in uh, chemistry class off Greg Sliger's paper. I was checking to see if my answer was the same as Greg's, (laughs) who who was a straight-A student. If the test is still going on, it's cheating. It's not over. But, but Fritzy, there's a deal in high school. The the athlete cheats off a kid like you, but then he invites you to the party and introduces you to a girl or two. You know what? If it was some star athlete that was going to hook me up with some you know, some friend, then that's one thing. But this is just someone that had no interest in doing anything but you know, cheating and didn't study, didn't show up to class. And but just you show up cheated. For the you cheated I, I to maintain your grade point average because you were trying to be valedictorian. I had a biology teacher take my paper away and uh, the kid next to me once. That was terrible. It was like, and he threatened to like give us each a zero like on the midterm, and that was very frightening. And then he decided there was just a, he just put a scare. Into is us. there an asterisk next to your 
high school ranking, number two in your class of 600. I don't think there should be an asterisk, but I also do remember an occasion when I was like in seventh grade in junior high school where there was a test about all the prepositional phrases. And even though I knew them backwards and forwards, I got so nervous right before the test, I put a little sheet with all the prepositional words on my desk. And Miss Meeser, my English teacher, came around to the back of the room there and took it out and stapled that piece of paper that I had with all the words onto my test paper. And that was just not good. So you're a serial cheater. Those were a couple of occasions. I also got a 35 once on a fourth grade vocabulary test. I wasn't wasn't all like roses and uh, hundreds and A's all across the board. You know, this is where I have more respect for Seton and Pauly. They they didn't cheat. They they earned their bad grades, but they didn't cheat. I was more of a cheating to go for like to, for extra credit to get like my 100 to 110 when they'd offer like the 10 point extra credit problem. Yeah, see. See, that's a, that was my problem is that I just didn't care enough to cheat. I knew that I could do next to nothing and probably get like a B or a C. And I'm like, all right, that's good enough. Like I, I would do almost nothing to prepare, but I definitely didn't care enough to write out answers beforehand or anything and like look it up. And yeah. like, I'm probably just going to I'll get like a BC, maybe a D. If I'm lucky, I'll get an A. I'll be all right. One of the first things I remember when I met Paulie is he would always say C's get degrees. That was college. We, we used to tell the guys and we knew who joined the college. Cause a lot of kids flunked out the first year. I went to Southern Illinois. They go through freshmen like, you know, they're just churning through them. And if you could just get a C average in college, everyone gets the same piece of paper at the end. Yeah. Like if you get an A or a C, the, the framed piece of paper, your diploma looks exactly the same. I, why don't they have a different look depending on how good a student you were? Of the diploma? Yeah. Like different colors? Yeah. <laughs> like something that says, I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating for this. Well, I am now, but since I got my diploma. But just to say, hey... You graduated with honors, magna cum laude, summa cum laude, cum laude, something like that. Yes, McLovin. Do you guys did you guys have an honor code in college, and or did your kids? And if so, did you follow it? Because I feel like nobody follows the honor. What do you code. mean the honor code? So there's a thing in colleges now where you sign a paper saying I will not cheat, and if you get caught cheating once, you're kicked out of college. It's pretty common. I had that in high school. I had to sign it. I went to a, like a Catholic high school, and we had to sign as we entering freshman that uh, you would report it or something, yeah. and you would uh, admit it if you were part of it. Hmm. Obviously, I gave that. It's uh, it's like the hot new thing now. Everyone has to sign an honor code, claiming they will not cheat once. Hmm. We should do that with sports media and like poll questions. Yeah, but it's like you're you're saying to professional athletes, "Hey, don't cheat." Like would would athletes sign that? Well, I think college like an kids, honor code where you go, hey, all the time. If you test positive, then you're kicked out for good. Like, yes, it kind of sounds like that crap human resources makes you do, where you're like, <laughs> hey, you have to go through this internet <laughs> protocol training. Okay, you click, 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 yeah. click, 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 click. Yep, signed it, read it. Okay. <laughs> Done in two seconds. Yes, Tom. You'd have to have very specific language. It's one thing to cheat off somebody, but like no one said anything that I can't have someone write my paper for me and all the other things that are done. Wait, did somebody it. do that for you too? No, but, uh, no, but what I will say is back in the day when we're writing book reports, you'd look things up in encyclopedias and stuff, and then you're paraphrasing you know, the stuff that you're researching and just changing a few words around, hoping that... Are you a plagiarist? Not a plagiarist, but I have reworded you things did. that I've looked up when writing a book report now, like everyone else did. Go to the news Mike. for an IT you can't use big fancy words in fourth grade or of our news team is Tough. if good journalism is wrong well then we don't want to be right let's go to the newsroom Paul Dan you remember Todd just declared he's not a plagiarist but he did say he used a joke and submitted to a publication that was printed a limerick I believe yeah it was an elementary school limerick there once was a man from Peru who dreamed he was kissing his shoe he awoke in the night in a terrible fright and found out it was perfectly true okay is that plagiarism absolutely okay so you just said you weren't a plagiarist I forgot about that third grade moment when uh, all of a sudden the teacher said we're going to do this limerick contest that I really wanted to win bad. God, if you were, were ever on the witness stand, I, it wouldn't take long that'd to break be, you. It'd be over. <laughs> did, did you kill him? No. Did you kill him? Yeah, I did. I'd like to call Miss Jones. Oh, no, my third grade teacher, you trapped. She's still alive. Miss Jones, come on up to the stand. Gibbs in Virginia leads us off this hour. Best and worst of the weekend. Hi, Gibbs. What do you have for me today? What's up, Dan P? How are you doing, hey, man? man. Um, the the uh, first caller in L.A., I think Gus was his name, is totally Gus. right. Yeah, uh, too, too, too good to have a best and worst. Got to do a best and best. All right. Uh, first best was uh, 
rewatching Thursday night's game that Reggie did. If you, if my buddies and I watched it Friday night, and it might have been the uh, time of night or the number of libations, but. Uh, Reggie Miller's catchphrase after every bucket, the number and variations of mm-hmm, uh, just had us rolling on the ground. Maybe ask him about that next time. It's like uh, his, his Marv Albert's yes. Okay. Uh, the uh, the second best is uh, this hurricane rolling in. Uh, mm. Me and some buddies rolled down to the Outer Banks and uh, caught excellent surf. Uh, while we were out there, we actually uh, did see a shark, so... Uh, Suck it, McLovin. Whoa. All right. Thank you, Gibbs. Gibbs invading your territory is our shark expert. Yeah, but they have small ones out there where he is. So there's are just white sharks, not great white. They have good white sharks. Not Medium great. white sharks. Yeah. Uh, Ryan in Ohio. Hey, Ryan, what do you have for me today? Hey, Dan, what's going on? Hey, bud. Hey, I got two things. First, the best and the worst. Uh, the worst, that's Vince walking off. But the best, that was his first walk-off since 2016. Okay. And then, uh, secondly, uh, my Cincinnati Reds beat the Detroit Tigers twice this weekend. So, Jeff in Detroit, what up, though? <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Sure, we'll hear from Jeff a little later on. One, Paulie. Not to call someone out, but that's uh, you plagiarized that joke from Field Yates on Twitter this week. Oh. <laughs> Field Yates dropped up a really nice joke about Cespedes' first workout uh, walk-offs in six weeks. <laughs> and and our, our caller just hammered it like he came up with it. Mm. No offense. Yes. That's actually one of my favorite things about social media, seeing like one joke take off and then watch everyone else try and claim it as their own. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to tell you before you know that it's not theirs. Right. Hey, just uh, walk off. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. He walked off from the Mets. I think the Mets try to embarrass him by filing the missing persons report. I think they're well aware of what was going on here. I don't know if they're getting any money back. I don't, you know, it can be about health. It might be, but I'm going to guess this has something to do with playing time with Ioannis Cespedes. 20 after the hour, what's going on with Pac-12 football? And will the rest of the country follow suit? More phone calls as well. Got a couple more stats of the day. They're provided by Ethan, who is our stats guy. And, of course, everybody knows Ethan. Oh, Ethan. Yes. 20... You say stats guru, mm. Ethan? Mm. That might be <laughs> a little tough for McLovin to take, certainly on a Monday morning. I don't want to do that to you. I'm not going to call Ethan a guru. I mean, we have fantasy gurus. We have sports medicine gurus. I don't know. A stat guru? I was going to say godlike, Maybe. Ethan is like stats godlike. I mean, he's one of the greats. Let's be honest here. And that used to be your wheelhouse. You used to be our stats guy. I mean, who else is in the Mount Olympus here? Is that like sort of Howie Schwab? Howie Schwab is up there. <laughs> Ethan. Ethan. Uh, we know there's a CBS guy named JK who was a legend. A legend. Yeah, I worked with him. Dances guy forever. Yes, for there a Russell Baxter, an old ESPN oh. NFL friend? He would give you quite a few stats. He could uh, bowl out. Baxter's bites. Remember those? We get the sure. we get those at the mothership. Dossier. <laughs> Baxter's bites. <laughs> Gil's goodies. Gil Parmalee worked on the assignment desk at the mothership for decades. New yes. poll question: Who gets more ladies, Whoa. the stats gurus or the NCAA tournament bubbleologists or what? Or the bracketologists? <laughs> By the way. Howie Schwab's wife, I think a former Miss Venezuela, beautiful woman. So, wow, question answered. Yeah, Howie Stump the Schwab. So in Venezuela, being a nerdy stat sports guy is like hot stuff. That's what they aspire to get. That's what they're looking for. Miss Venezuela said, I need a sports guy, and there's no one bigger than Howie Schwab. Yep, and that's what happened. We should move down there. Stump the Schwab. Yes, Todd. No, I was just thinking, I always got a kick out of how he'd have like, you know, like a two liter of Diet Coke and a big bag of chips and stuff. And next thing you know, Miss Venezuela shows up. That's, uh, that's impressive. Yeah. God bless him. And he was the only guy there that was allowed to wear a jersey to work every day. You're, you weren't, no, al- I know. you weren't allowed to show any like team yeah. pride, any kind of, kind of team thing. Here comes Howie in like a throwback Sonics jersey. You're like, and, dude, this guy rules. And sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. Sweatpants. I was jealous of that part for sure. I'm I'm hearing that Ethan's wife is uh, looks like just uh, looks like Jessica Alba. I think that's I've been told that. I think also Venezuelan. 
If you're a stats guy, you can't walk the streets of Venezuela. You just can't. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, more phone calls coming up. Uh, this is the, the still the Dan Patrick Show. I went out playing nine holes yesterday with my wife. Brought out the Callaway clubs, put on a clinic, teaching her the game of golf. So she always says, well, why? I want to use the equipment that you have because you seem to be hitting it better than I do. And I said, well, I'll make sure you have the Chrome Soft Ball. You're going to have the Odyssey Putter, and I'll get you some uh, Callaway clubs here. And, uh, you know, your results may vary, but uh, the new Chrome Soft delivers an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control. It's built for total performance, just like me. Best players in the world, Phil Mickelson, who played great yesterday. Xander Shoffley, they rely on it. The new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X, both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology. You'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. And I love that triple-track technology. It really helps you, whether you're just teeing the ball up or you're putting. The ball changes everything. Get the new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I saw where the Patriots now have eight players opt out for this season, most in the league. Second on that list, the Cowboys with three. They're trying to move up the date where you can opt out in the NFL, and some of the players are being vocal about it, not happy at all with what's going on. Because now what you're seeing is, and this is according to a source, that agents are using the opt-out as leverage to get a new deal for their players. And they're not buying into everybody actually needing to opt out for uh, health reasons. Pete Thamel, kind enough to join us on loan from Yahoo Sports, their national college football reporter. And I'm not sure what's happening in college football. I know there's a lot going on off the field there, Pete. Uh, I don't know how much we're going to have on the field, but give me the Cliff Notes version of what's going on with the Pac-12 right now. 
Sure, Dan. Uh, you know, the Pac-12 basically had a player-led movement uh, that manifested itself this weekend with some online demands. And, and they range from the very pragmatic and realistic to consistent health and safety protocols to six years of insurance after a playing career ends to the somewhat more unrealistic of uh, half of essentially the football revenue from the Pac-12. They also asked the uh, commissioner and coaches to take significant pay cuts to help support them. So it was about when you really step back from 30,000 feet and look at it, what you'd expect from a disparate group of, you know, 18 to 22 year olds from 12 different schools with certainly, you know, varying, you know, coming from varying places, kind of trying to band together and make some change. There was some positive, some of the stuff gave you a little bit of pause, but I think generally my takeaway is it really created some positive dialogue. And the column I wrote for Yahoo today basically says, look, this is a window into where we are going forward in college sports. You know, when we mercifully put the pandemic behind us and it's 2021 all of a sudden, you're going to have name, image, and likeness in college sports, Dan. You're going to have free transfer and the voice of the player through social media and being less restricted by their coaches, as we've seen from the player empowerment movement the past couple of months, is really going to change the whole landscape of how college sports look and operate. They had me up until we want 50-50 rev share here. Because the other part of this, and I agree, we forget about college football players after they graduate, if they graduate and they don't go into the NFL. We use them and then we move on because here comes the next you know group of athletes here. Um, how many athletes are involved in this? And have we heard from any other conferences yet in a show of support? So it's a great question about the number of athletes involved because they cast it in their releases, hundreds. But when you start calling coaches and ADs and around the league, you know, most places are like, we've got three or four guys. And, it, and there's a there's a key line of demarcation. And that I think is going to define this movement this week, Dan. There's the support for the spirit and the tenor of the movement, which is support athletes rights and privileges. And then there's the I'm going to sit and opt out of games in order to achieve this. And we have very little clarity right now about where that line is drawn. And and, and a couple of uh, young men in the Pac-12 very very articulately said on uh, on Twitter, uh, Elijah Molden at Washington being one of them. Look, like I support these things, but at the at the end of the day, I need to go play. Um, and and that's I think where a lot of this is going to come down to. So uh, I'll be very curious to see. I, I think the Pac-12 is going to engage on this to, to to you know to a to a healthy level. Um, but another. I think mistake they made is they actually haven't approached the Pac-12 or any of the any of the schools yet. They've simply just put their demands out there in in, in media, which, um, well, you know how negotiations for the media tend to go over the years. Dan, you probably talked about that once or twice on your show. Yes, I have. I start to look at the state of college football, and as is, is optimistic as I want to be, it's really hard when you add realism, just being pragmatic about this. I don't know if the Big Ten is going to play football this year. The SEC, it feels like, Hey, you know, we're the SEC, we will play. The S the ACC, it feels like that. The Big 12 feels like that. I don't know about the Pac-12, but the fact that the Big 10, they're holding internal conversations about if they can pull this off. When, when are we going to, is there a date? Like, are these conferences, schools going to have a drop-dead date here, Pete? Here's the bottom line, Dan. They're waiting for the decision to be made for them. They're waiting for an MLB to fall apart. They're waiting for some seismic act that's going to make this obvious. But right now, the, the plan is, I, I've joked in columns, push, push, and hope. Let's just push things back, push things back, and hope things get better. Hope the environment gets better. Now, you talk to some coaches, they'll tell you right now, after having had their kids on campus for six, eight weeks and having very few positive tests, they feel as good as ever. Like, they'd love to, some places, they'd love to start camp soon. Um, and, and that, I would say, is probably the tenor at about half the schools. The, here, the, the untenable variable, Dan, that I, that I really think everyone is sitting back and bracing for and nobody has a good answer to is what happens when students come back. And that starts to happen as soon as the next couple of weeks, because a lot of the schools in the, in the Northeast Big Ten footprint are starting in early August so they can leave by, uh, by Thanksgiving to, to, to reduce travel. When you bring 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 students to campus, the, the virus is going to come with them. And I, and I really think that is going to be the fact that exposes an unbubbled option like we're seeing in Major League Baseball. He's Pete Thamel, covers college football for Yahoo Sports. I was wondering about college football campuses. Uh, I remember being on the basketball team. We had a basketball dorm. Mm -hmm. Can you create 
a bubble for these football players where they have their own dorm and maybe they're not going to classes, you know, physically going to classes, but you do it remotely, but you're, you're there. They know why they're there. I know that they're going to, they want to get an education, but let's not kid anybody. If you want to quarantine them, put them in a bubble uh, and, and have restrictions like you do with NBA players. Uh, is that possible for some of these big time schools? I think it's possible. I also think that's fraught with some some ethical and optical issues. Um, it, the uh, the irony is, camp, which is you know has started at places like Oklahoma and Kansas on on Friday, tends to be a bubble situation. Guys go to a same dorm. Guys go to a hotel. Like there is that, and with with really few other students around, it's very feasible. But for a for a school to come out and say we're essentially locking our guys in a dorm or locking our guys in a, in a, in a hotel so they can play football. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I just really don't think optically that's going to fly. What is the oddest option you've heard so far? <laughs> I mean, there's there, you do hear a little bit of everything. Some people saying, well, we try to play three or four games in the fall and then maybe try to play, you know, the, the rest of it in the spring. Like that, that's been a, a split that's been season. A Yes, a split season. I would say that is the that oh, is the right. strangest. Yeah, and I if I'm a player playing in the Big Twelve or you know these Power Five conferences, I don't want to play in the spring because yeah. you can't have two college football seasons in a nine month span. I I just don't see that working. I do think that these smaller schools, smaller conferences, will opt for the spring because that's wide open for TV, you know, for eyeballs on your sport, on your school. And a lot of those players aren't going to be going to the combine or getting drafted. So I see that. I also brought this up. A a source yesterday said, uh, you're going to get your wish. The power five is going to eventually secede from the NCAA. And I said, it's not my wish, just my prediction. He said, it's not a question of if, but when that the power five really has no need for the NCAA. When do you, do you think, do you agree with that? I think that has long been kind of a final four bar conversation, but there's, there's billion dollar television contracts that is look, college sports are really bound by television contracts, right? College football playoff is a television contract. It's not like an entity. It's just one guy runs it and it's a multi-billion dollar TV deal. The conferences are linked by that. The NCA exists because of the multi-billion dollar TV deal. It, it, here's the thing. If, if all these schools broke away, they're not all of us going to sudden start paying the, you know, the left guard at Toledo 30 grand. Like it's still going to be some other form of amateur athletics. Um, the NCAA has been underwhelming. Mark Emmert has clearly been underwhelming in all this. He's been basically invisible. And I do feel like that is coming to a head. When people do say there is a breakaway, my question to them is, well, what does that breakaway actually look like? Like, say you didn't like the accounting department at your Fortune 500 company. If you got rid of them, you'd still need an accounting department. And that's essentially what the NCA is. 95% of it is championship running, backroom work, you know, be it enforcement, compliance type stuff, et cetera. And a majority of that is, 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 is fairly functional, more functional than we probably give the NCA credit for. It's the high-end leadership and the difficulty of managing a system that has Maine and Miami under the same set of rules where they've really struggled and obviously not adapted. Pete, good to talk to you. I have no idea. If I talk to you in a month from now, what's the headline? I want to give you the other odd option. I've been joking with the coach about the New Zealand Nova Scotia option where there's no virus, that they could move like all the conferences to either New Zealand <laughs> and Nova Scotia. Wait, wait, and, you and, didn't and, use and, that as the craziest option. You I know. Heard. I, it, it, you just, you, it, it took me a second. It took me a second. It came, it came to me, though. I, yes. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll see you in Auckland uh, in a month from the, uh, from the show here. <laughs> well, I, I've been to Nova Scotia. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. But uh, yeah. I don't know if they have the facilities there in Nova Scotia. Just make it work. Like Orgeron said, just, we'd line up in a pasture at midnight. <laughs> we'd line up in a pasture at midnight. Uh, Pete, thank you, buddy. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Dan. That's Pete Thamel. Covers uh, college football for Yahoo Sports. Yeah. Coach O. We'd line up in a pasture at midnight. We'll be playing. By the way, who did we make mention of last week? Wilford Brimley. Because we pointed out that Pauly is the same age as Wilford Brimley was when he did the movie Cocoon. And Wilford Brimley looked, he died at the age of 85 
he looked 85 at 50 <laughs> in the in cocoon. And all of a sudden, I because I told my wife, I said, do you know that Wilford Brimley was 50 when he did cocoon? She's like, no way. So I had to Google it, show it to her. So she says to me yesterday, Wilford Brimley died. Like I had something to do with it. She goes, Wilford Brimley died. And I go, old people die. He's 85. Well, you brought it up. Fritzy, why didn't we get Wilford Brimley on Friday? You missed that opportunity there. Wilford no Brimley for Quaker Oats. You got diabetes. Yes, Paul. We did have a famous guy die the two days after we booked him. Remember George Plimpton, the famous yes. writer, uh, socialite? He was a uh, paper lion. If you remember the movie and book, Paper Lion. We had George Plimpton on, I think it was a Thursday or Friday, and he died on a Sunday. We did the last interview for, uh, that he ever did. We also had a run where athletes would come on and they would have one of their worst performances ever <laughs> after they came on. <laughs> but, you know, we haven't had many that have come on and then died soon after. That's a much bigger jinx than the like yes, video it game is. cover where you get yeah. an injury. Like or Sports Illustrated jinx. Yeah. George Plimpton did uh, Sid Finch, that April Fool's Day article. Yeah, McLeod. Paper Lion, right? Didn't yeah. he play like a training camp with the Lions? Yeah, quarterback. Yeah. I think his number was zero. But he didn't look athletic, at least in, at all. He wasn't. He was a writer who was playing football. Would you ever be tempted to do that? No. Uh, basketball, yeah. I would have. I would have. I think Ahmad Rashad got in a preseason game years ago. And maybe squeezed off a shot. Ahmad was a great athlete. But yeah, that would have been fun. Just get in for like 30 seconds. Yeah, Paul. Wilfred Brimley got his start on the Wilfred. Walton's TV show. And he was in the China Syndrome. He had a good role there. Wilfred Brimley. Baker. He was in Absence of Malice. The Natural. Yeah, The Thing. The Natural. He was the manager. The Firm. He was one of the bad guys. Yeah, that was against uh, type for him. Yeah. Wilford Brimley for Quaker Oats. How old do you think Wilford Brimley was when he was in The Natural? You got dumb. <laughs> okay. So, so you remember, Dan, Wilford Brimley's the manager in The Natural. Yeah. His name was Pop. Yeah. And uh, I, that he was 47 years old when they filmed that. Robert Redford was 45. And he's, Redford was older than Pop? Redford was two years younger. Oh, two years younger. Than Wilford Brimley. And Brimley was playing the old manager. You got diabetes. Don't you wonder how old he looked when he was like 13? <laughs> he was definitely buying all of his friends' beer. Yeah. For sure. He had a right? mustache. Come on, Wilford. ARP card. Yeah. Wilford Brimley. You look like a history teacher, Wilford. You're 12. Wilford Just get in there. Brimley Go get us a 30-pack. All right, take a break. Your phone calls will give you our best and worst of the weekend coming up as well after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. couple of phone calls here. We're waiting to find out when Antonio Brown was going to be suspended. That's why nobody was going to sign him because they didn't know how long he was going to be suspended and the commissioner dropped the hammer on him and said eight games. Now, that's an ongoing investigation, by the way, from what I'm told with Antonio Brown. It's eight games. That's best-case scenario. Lewis in California joins us on the program. Good morning, Lewis. What do you have for us today? How you doing? Uh, today's my birthday, only I'm not 43 like Brady. I'm 90. 90? Yeah. How about 90. that? Lewis, Lewis is 90. How are you going to celebrate? Oh, why well, I celebrated yesterday. You know, with the virus, we couldn't have a party, but everybody came and they would stand out in front of the apartment and, and they had different times. They were supposed to be at 3.30, 4, 4.35, 6, and they all uh, gave me presents and, and they had signs up and the cars were going by the street and saying they saw that I was it was my birthday and they were honking their horn and saying happy birthday. It was It was really cool. So you were born in 1930? 1930. Listen, the reason I'm calling, okay. I want to reminisce. Years ago, at, I went to go see Nebraska play USC, and you were in the hospitality tent. And I was walking by, and I, and I said, hey, Dan, can you come over for a minute? And you were nice enough to, you know, get up and came o- come over, and we talked. To, I told him I, I told you I played tennis and golf, and you said, well, no more tennis for me because of my knees, but I played golf. So I figured you'd played Riviera the day before, you know, on Friday. Yeah, and, and I and I was right. So we talked about Riviera, and especially one hole there that's really tough. The it's either the third or fourth hole on the front side. A, part a three. Part three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah. the dog leg left. Yeah, and th- that's a heck of a. T- and we and we discussed that. And uh, another thing, uh, two of my buddies and myself, uh, we go to uh, Big Dean's uh, Oceanfront Cafe all the time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And we drink a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lois, you sound great for 90, and uh, call us next year at 91. I'll try, I'll try my best. One more thing. Uh, the, I, re, I always remember, God, remember when you were in Phoenix and you interviewed Willie Mays? I was listening. He was a disaster. You remember that interview? Oh, God. Yes, I do, Lewis. And thank, oh. thank you for the phone call. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. It was a disaster. Oh, it was bad. Thank you, Lewis, and happy birthday. Oh, boy, that was painful. Here's the great Willie Mays, and Barry Bonds is not talking to the media, but I wanted to talk to Willie Mays about Barry, his godfather. We're out in the outfield, and I sit down with Willie. He doesn't want to do it, doesn't make eye contact with me, Oh, man. And I felt I felt terrible because Willie Mays had nothing to do with Barry Bonds cheating. Yeah, it's one of those where you, I have to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, the, from the body language from oh. the get-go and then making zero eye contact with you the entire interview. And then I went to go get him in like the locker room to bring him over, and he said, oh, he's going to ask me about that bleep. So he knew it was going to yeah, be yeah. Bonds-related questions. Andy in Chicago. Andy, thanks for holding. What do you have for me today? Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Got a best and worst. Uh, best. I am really looking forward to the way the hockey's set up. I think the viewing is going to be awesome starting here at 11 a.m. It's going to be something different. The worst, and I want your opinion on this. I am a Mets fan. Just recently moved to Chicago, and 
I, I just don't think I can can do the subscriptions for the out of uh, out of market games. I was I was considering it, and I was asking my friends about it, and they were just like, "It'd be a waste of money." So I wanted to wanted to get your opinion. Do you think I should subscribe to Mets games out of market? No, no, <laughs> no. Thank you, Andy. I wouldn't. What a mess. Like you're paying for misery. Like you're you're tuning in. You don't know how it ends. It's like when you're going to watch a movie and it's going to make you sad. <laughs> you know that, oh, it's going to be a bad ending. You know, you're watching the Mets. And as much as you can love Pete Alonzo, I mean, they have a couple of players where you go, okay, I'll watch. It's just, it's the Mets. And then the Ioannis Cespedes, the fact that they have a player who doesn't want to play for them. And then he, he he doesn't even tell the team that he's leaving. Usually, like if you get fired, like they tell you you're getting fired, it's not where you show up one day and they go, uh, my key doesn't work. <laughs> my, my card doesn't work. Security doesn't recognize me. This is a dude who just cleared out his hotel room. They filed a missing persons report. More phone calls coming up. Chris Mannix will join us from the bubble in Orlando. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. And we'll talk a little bit more about Antonio Brown's eight-game suspension. That's coming up here. Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.